intro topic. Yes. Cool. Look at you ready to go. I'm not. Ricky Maru in Ayame? Ayame. Not Ayane. Not Ayane. Ayame. Ayame. Okay. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. How are you? Uh, pretty good, man. Yeah. So what uh, have you been up to this Memorial Day weekend? Working, no, I worked. Right? I worked. And then uh, today I just kind of hung out, played this new game, Dauntless. Ooh. I just showed it to you. It's like a Monster Hunter clone mm-hmm. uh, made by Epic, the people that make Fortnite. This is how you positioned it to me, too. And I was like, Epic, I always go to like Unreal before anything else. It's It's always Unreal with Epic. I guess you could do what was their one that just closed out. They had a, it was almost like a, a smite, like a MOBA, but a first person shooter MOBA. They have that? Paragon. Paragon oh. was epic, I think, and just shut down permanently. Oh, well, because Fortnite just prints money for him. Yeah, yeah. I think Paragon would have been, would have been something very interesting if they had just hit the market a little bit earlier. And really, like, followed up with Unreal Tournament 3 a little bit quicker. Because Epic did promise, like, as as soon as, like, that came out, they were talking about the two games, Paragon and Fortnite. And both just took forever. But Fortnite hit way before and Paragon well, hit way f- too late. When Fortnite hit, it wasn't, it didn't even have the Battle Royale. That was added, like, it was as a last sort of like effort because mm-hmm. nobody was playing Fortnite for what it was, which was this weird tower defense game. Well, I think that's what it was originally pitched as, right? That's what, I mean, and that, that's, that's what it released it was. as. That's was what, it? Yeah. Or was that still while it was in beta? I and mean, then they shifted it. No, because I think you can still play that game. Oh, really? But then Fortnite Battle Royale is just that's why it's the free download. Don't, I don't think I've ever played that version of Fortnite. Then. I've, I've only ever played. done the uh, Battle Royale mode. Yeah. Because hmm. it's the free one. Much oh, like. Oh, is that right? Dauntless. Uh, okay. It's free to play. Okay. So. so your impressions of Dauntless so far. How so how far, how many hours have you put in? Like you said? two. I just finally got in today on the servers. They've been a mess. Mm. Which is understandable. It's a new game. Everybody mm. wants to try it out exactly especially free to play there's yep. no barrier no nope. it'll it'll iron out uh one of the coolest things to me though is that it has full cross play and so like it, it will auto match make your team of four so it'll find three other people randomly but what's nice is that like everybody that's looking to hunt that monster it'll pull them in from playstation 4 and xbox because i did many fights where there's symbols where like, I'm on PC, so I have a little PC little symbol. And then they have the X in the circle and then the PS. So, oh, nice. And that's how you know what they're playing on, too. And it was just it was a really cool, nice little feature that I'm glad we're at this point. This and, is a pretty big deal. Uh, and it's not a first-person game, so you're not, like, adv- yeah. advantageous using the mouse and keyboard. Yeah. It's a third-person hack and slash, so... Yeah, this crossplay is pretty big, especially with PlayStation, because I know they've been holding off on it. Uh, just re- what Smite was released on the Switch maybe like a month or two ago, and they were like, "We're gonna make it crossplay with all platforms, except for PlayStation," yeah. because they still refuse to play ball. And so far, it's only been Fortnite, 
that's been crossplay. But now Dauntless. And now too. Dauntless, I guess, because that epic connection. Yeah. So that's mm. cool. They're probably playing paying a uh, a hefty penny to. Good for them. But but yeah, man, it works out really nice. It's there's cause like it, nowadays there's no reason not to have everything crossplay. Well, and like I've played Final Fantasy fourteen, and that's the only MMO I have experience with. But even like something like Monster Hunter, like when you're refined to the one system, like if you're coming in late there's it's going to be a lot harder to find people like the same amount of people that are looking to do that fight but whereas with this it's pulling in from everybody you you, the player base is massive because of it it makes it really awesome and you you showed a little bit of it but it seems like the uh multiplayer ui is so much well better interfaced within dauntless than it was in monster hunter yeah absolutely which was i think even though you enjoyed the game more than i did i think that was a huge criticism of both of our parts yeah so so much harder to play that fucking game with a friend which needlessly yeah especially nowadays when there have been so many like the the standard go-to game is able to do multiplayer in a smarter way than monster hunter yeah like yeah i don't know it's really dumb fucking fuse you remember that game nobody does small fucking better multiplayer like they (laughs) look it was needlessly complex for again no reason but that's uh it's sort of a, a trope of japanese games at some points like yeah at least just been, i don't know it's if yeah. it's because like their online is just so differently handled over there than here and maybe it is but i mean i can speak from being in korea like they were so much better connected like their internet like they had fiber essentially everywhere yeah. like it seemed like they had a better infrastructure for networks there it I guess maybe it comes down to like governmental regulations, sure. possibly. I don't know, but I don't know. That it, it's clearly you can see it in the Switch too, and like their network strategies, it's which terrible. are but Nintendo's online at best. has always been awful. Yeah, but how? How can it be so bad for a know. company that continues to make Mario games interesting? Like the golden standard is Xbox Live, and it's still like I feel like the best because I know. Yep uh discord you can do it now but if, if not if everybody's not in discord but i like how on xbox uh better than playstation you can put up like everybody who's in a party with you and who's ever's talking is like their name is brighter yep that's great for like pickup games of like raids and shit online fantastic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can do that with discord now too playstation doesn't yeah. have that feature and speaking to the technology, the way uh, Xbox and PC stream and connect is much better than the remote play feature that PlayStation offers that I think is so buggy and kind of works sometimes. PlayStation, their network is super sensitive and touchy, whereas Microsoft's got that <coughs> shit optimized. Sadly, they don't have any fucking game to play on it. No. And, and that's no, their no issue. Base to- but fuck, man. If only they didn't cancel all their good games like <laughs> Scalebound. I hear Scalebound might be coming back. It's coming to Switch, hopefully. That'd be tight. I'd be down for that. I would love it. Um, Also very Japanese. Oh, yeah. We're talking about a lot of Japanese things because this is the final episode in the month of Mesia, buddy. A grand experiment that, I don't know. I don't know how it went. I think we've had uh, good episodes so far, but we'll see how <coughs> the audience reacts. I tell you, I've enjoyed going through the media for this month for sure oh yeah like i didn't have to feel forced to watch the movies or play these games well 
Tenchu a bit, which is the game <laughs> for today. Uh, yes, yeah. This one might be our most controversial. I don't know, maybe. Possibly, I don't know. But before we get into that, you brought... We'll so, see. I do have an opening topic. Yeah, which please. It's actually based on something you brought up. Ooh. Which is, are ninjas cool anymore? <laughs> uh, man. I don't know if they're... <sighs> I feel like ninjas have kind of gone the way of the cowboy. <clears throat> also, maybe the zombie. I feel like there's an oversaturation of ninjas like that you I grew think, up with. See, I don't think ninjas were... Maybe maybe ninjas were oversaturated in the 90s, and that's yeah. why we are where we are now. And maybe zombies are doing that, and we're going to feel about zombies in 20 years the way we feel about ninjas right now. I feel about zombies like that right now. I feel like... And maybe this is like nostalgia or like me not remembering everything when I was younger. I don't feel like ninjas were ever as saturated as zombies are today. Like I can I'm like surf ninjas, three ninjas strike back the all that shit. You had the Mortal Kombat with their ninjas. There's like 40 in Mortal Kombat. They're, they're nothing but fucking ninjas. Yeah, uh, like there's different colors. Uh, what about like technically you could say the Power Rangers are ninjas. Like yeah. there was a lot of Japanese influence in Joe? the 90s with that kind of stuff. It's fucking Snake Eyes. That's what everybody loves. He's the ninja. But I still don't think it's as bad as the zombie stuff. And maybe this is because whereas the ninjas are part of action pop culture and entertainment there was so much other shit like you still had your diehards in the 90s you had a bunch of other stuff you had your arnold schwarzenegger vehicles zombie shit today is like cannibalizing a lot of the other horror stuff like yeah i feel like we were getting less of the interesting weird different horror movies because people are so quick to jump on zombies well, and everybody, and zombies and zombies is this metaphor and zombies is that metaphor everybody turns people into zombies now too so yeah like, yeah like so even the fucking villain in uh suicide squad she made like zombie people oh the enchantress yeah because uh, it was all voodoo shit i don't know if there was zombies and i don't know if it was voodoo i would say they were like weird nether i don't know they were weird demonic things because the the big black thing monster sh thing her the, brother yeah but he was like a big old cg monster thing yeah it wasn't his name like incubus right maybe so i think it's all relating to like witchcraft and demon <clears throat> stuff not uh not undead stuff i thought that they raised all those we're like spinning we're spending way too much time talking about Suicide Squad, a movie I don't think anybody cares about. No. Uh, so ninjas, are they cool? I would say no. <laughs> I would say no. They're not really cool anymore. Um, I, I watched a it. lot of bad know. 80s B movies that had like ninjas. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Blind Fury. No, I, wait, which one's Blind Fury? That's where the blind guy is like a master ninja swordsman. Nope, You've never seen, seen that blind one? Fury. Dude, blind Fury is a fantastic movie. <laughs> it, We're right. covering at some point now. It's oh, amazing. Shit. It's right. like pure 80s B-movie schlock gold. He's okay. a blind man that sword fights. It's like what you wanted the Ben Affleck like daredevil to be. Zatoichi, right? I don't Zatoichi, know. Zatoichi, the blind swordsman. Is that who that is? 
Is that Toichi? I don't know. Anyway, look it up. It's it's a How it's a famous Japanese thing. Yeah. It's not a weeb thing. It's like <laughs> it's from their history. It's like Ronin and shit. It's not it's, it's not, not like not a, a weeb made thing. up anime. It's fucking Japanese it's not history. A made up anime. <laughs> That's uh, man, Zatoichi and Goku are not the same. How like, dare they're you? different. <laughs> Goku is the symbol on the Japanese flag. The red dot? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Goku exploding somebody with his fist. This is the blood ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh- <laughs> it's exactly right. what that is. I accept your revisionist Japanese history. It is uh hence pretty the good. timeline. That's pretty Let's- good. All right. <laughs> oh man. There's also there's just American Ninja. Mm. I've seen that one a couple um, times. Which one is American Ninja? I know Beverly Hills Ninja. There's also that. Which one is American Ninja? American, it's just another B movie from the eighties where it's like, oh shit, this dude, I forget, I saw it on, it was like on TV a lot. I think we've learned something already. What? Uh, you've seen much more ninja stuff because I think oh, yeah. you were more into ninjas than I well, ever was. And I'm, again, I I'm younger or older than you, so sure. ninjas were bigger Maybe in the eighties too. Yeah, huh? That's so. interesting. Yeah. Because again, curious. like that's where, I, and it, it was a big thing for B movies, because you can just throw people in a fucking a ninja costume. You don't see their face; they don't have to act. They that's go out true. there and they die. Yeah, you can literally use the same person over and over again in different shots. It doesn't matter because exactly. you can't see shit. It's pretty that's great. true. It's true. It's kind of like action action scenes shot in the forest, and you're like, "Oh, you ran out of money." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had games like Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden. Sure, that was a big one. Um, you could. That game was also shit. famous for its difficulty, but everybody wanted to play it because you played as a ninja, and it was cool because you could like run up buildings and slash stuff. It was tight, but it was hard. Here's a question: Why were there no ninjas in Street Fighter? And are there any still in any of the uh, uh, versions? I think there's in Third Strike there is one oh i can't remember who i don't know honestly i feel like there is at some point i'm thinking and i and i i would say i've not played five at all but like i played four with all of the characters and there's like i think pretty much every fucking character that was released i don't remember a ninja huh and i could be wrong i mean I maybe like there's a huge oversight like Ryu from the is vega a ninja no. like is there like a technicality i'm missing a technicality i don't think so i don't remember a ninja character i know <sighs> they some of them have geese and like robes and like clearly study martial arts but i don't think there are any ninjas but like tekken tekken is there a ninja yeah yoshimitsu is a ninja Boom, there you go uh mortal kombat has ninjas Dead or Alive Soul has Soul Calibur one. has Ninja. Dead or Alive has Ninjas. Uh, has one. It's Ryu from Ninja Gaiden. I think King of Fighters has a Ninja. I think all... Or is he Ryu then? Yeah. Ryu's in Dead or Alive. Okay. For sure. Yeah, that's right. Hayabusa. King of Fighters does have a Ninja too. Yeah. I love King of Fighters. They're, so all of them have Ninjas, except for Street Fighter. I'm sure Street Fighter has one. Man, I, I would love for somebody to point this out because now... I'm pointing it out. Now I'm... Me. Ah, fuck it i'm on a crusade no ninjas in street fighter for 2020 uh that's my platform uh i am just i'm here to liberate the truth out to all the people that 
I think Street Fighter is racist against ninjas. There's, and I'm not going to stand for it. There's ninjas in Street Fighter. Who is it? Oh, wait, that's trending pages. Oh, damn it. That's bad. Uh, there's <laughs> one dude called Geki, I guess. Geki. Okay. Oh, there is the and Ibuki. I don't. These names I don't know. I'm not. Do you have a flip that phone for an image? Ibuki. And then this chick, I guess, is a ninja too. Jury. Yeah. Jury's a ninja. I see. I I I I wasn't sure about her. I thought about it, but then I was like, no, she's more in line with Ken or Ryu. I remember Ibuki though. I don't remember Ibuki. I know Jury. She's in Street Fighter Three. See, that's I know. Ah, so you called it with the three because that's also Third Strike as well. But she's in. Oh, you're right. She's in five. I, she's probably in four too. I just don't remember. Ninjas, man, okay. they're everywhere. All right. <clears throat> I don't miss them though. Now that they're not there, I like when they pop up. Like uh, I enjoyed that Ninja Assassin movie when it came out. I thought that was real dope, and it was like super R-rated, and it was directed by the guy who directed V for Vendetta. I think so the choreography was like on point the story was incoherent and not great what about that super 80s movie with uh, the cop that fights Hitler what was that Kung Fury yes Kung Kung Fury is great that has a ninja hey uh no that's just martial arts I was like black dynamite but there's no ninja I think he fights ninjas in there though it's he definitely fights Chinese people fucking the foot clan from Ninja Turtles it's true see uh you know it's a very 80s and 90s thing because marvel comics they have the hand with the the daredevil street All new york villain dc the fucking raz rachel ghoul oh the league of shadows that's the fucking ninjas. yeah all fucking came in like the 80s and 90s. Shit is nowhere near as like big or as important as it was back then. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. There's a big boom of ninjas, man. Yeah. And now we just have like the little pop culture remnants. Otherwise, like we're just not obsessed with ninjas. Do you miss it, Kyle? Ah, ninjas were pretty tight. Would you be happy if tomorrow we started getting instead of like all of the zombie focus, it shifted to ninjas and you had the same amount of zombie saturation, but it's all ninjas. Would you be okay with that? Or would you rather be where it's at now with I would say probably we're probably in a ninja scarcity right now. I don't know. They just, I mean, you got to think like Metal Gear Rising. You play as Raiden, who's a fucking cyborg ninja. See, that's you get all this weird cyborg ninja shit, man. There's true. Ninja, ninja Scroll was a huge anime in the 90s. 90s. It was a it was a movie. Everybody watched it because it had anime titties in it. It was one of the first ones. It's interesting you bring up uh, Raiden. Because Raiden has always felt like a character ripped straight from a 90s fucking movie. Yeah, he's and like awesome. Revengeance he's like a fucking... is totally a 90s movie, like yeah. as a video game writ large. Like, like a 90s that's interesting. action flick. That's interesting. Like he is yeah. a he's a love letter homage to like all that over the top ninja shit. He really is, yeah. And it's great. Like he fucking he fights with his foot. Oh man, Raiden's so I fun. think, yeah, I think that's what we're getting nowadays. Like that's that's what we're gonna get. Are the love letters or homages? That's well, and then you've got shit like Sekiro that I just played the shit out of. It of. There, you're we might be in a renaissance. They call you a Ronin, I think. Sure, sure, and sure. A shinobi, that's what you are. But I mean, you do ninja shit, you throw ninja stars, and you like sneak around and like slice people's throats. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was oh shit, 
what well we have the other one coming out from is it uh, in, ghost of not insomniac is it insomniac no it's, it's sucker punch it's sony yeah it's like an in-house yep it's the people who did uh, the um the superhero, the superhero game. games yep infamous yes infamous yes okay infamous. um which looks good so we might be in a little bit of a that game does look really tight we're going I'm, back i love to... sekiro man i got every trophy in that game you put a lot of time into sekiro i, I really did like sekiro a whole lot I yeah it was tight um nice. and again yeah so i don't know if i'd want more of it because i do kind of like where it is where like everything is zombie oversaturation so it's true nobody's tired of ninja stuff so it when it comes out it's still nice yeah yeah i kind of like where it's at too i would i would much rather have like the little jewel that pops up every once in a while instead of the glut of fine yeah you know um do you have a favorite ninja that you go to man like who's, honestly who, who who would be in your tops absolutely the fucking first cyborg ninja from metal gear solid oh okay like gray fox okay i love that suit all that like shit that he represents that first scene where and he's you like come this... up on him in the hallway with the slaughtered people and when you fantastic. fight him and like if you try to shoot him which is how you found every boss in this game and he just deflects everything with a sword and you see that on a ps1 which like you maybe see that in anime but you're seeing this in a video game like that was so fucking cool Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then like if you beat it three times you can get change his costume to where he looks more like spider-man for sure that's tight too he's just he's so cool looking i love gray fox nice uh raiden's also up there i love these cyborg ninjas yeah you definitely are leaning towards the the technology side mm-hmm. okay i like it i like it what about you you know i I do kind of have a a slight leaning towards Hayabusa Ryu uh, from the Ninja Gaiden. Oh, sure. But n- I'd never played any of the 2D side-scroller ones. Only that 3D one on Xbox. Which is... Did you beat that game ever? No, fuck no. You never beat it? No, because it's hard as shit. That was... So that was like the first challenging game that like I made myself beat. I specifically remember it was the the woman boss and you have the pillars, you have the columns you have to hide behind as she like flings shit at you. Is that the one where it's, she turns into the big titted demon monster? Yes. That fight's awesome. It's so fucking You're hard, so though. You're so close to the end at that point, though. That's like the last 80%. Oh, I figured. I figured we were pretty the close. The last boss but... is even worse, though. Is it? Oh, he's such a dick. It's so hard. Ugh. Ugh. It's yeah. so hard. I don't know. I love that game though, man. It's you know I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know. I can if as long as it's more streamlined, I'm more okay with the difficulty. Like we'll get into Tenchu. Does not bother me as much as Dark Souls, where I feel like it's just too much. It's overwhelming. All of the things you could do. I like to know what I should be doing. I see. Especially when like I'm spending so much time like doing it again to learn and get better well let's get into tension then so let's talk about it like let's let's take off from that point sure so it's this you're given a a wealth of options and items to play through with but none of them are really relevant at least at the beginning (laughs) we didn't really need anything no no though it's interesting 
we also did not use the map for the first like yeah. few levels we played. Yeah. And I could see I well, could see I like the color rice memorized. being very yeah. useful. Like I could see that use. Which is a thing from Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh the shimmering what stones, stones or whatever. Yeah. I think this game would have benefited more from taking that from Dark Souls and the fact that like I hate how this has a very finite amount of healing items. And the one thing that Dark Souls does is that even if you die, all right, you're back. Here's a full thing of healing. From it doesn't, you don't have to worry yeah. about that. You can always heal. Yeah, they've kind of have an artificial difficulty built in here, kind of like the uh, the ribbons and the typewriters and Resident Evil. It's yeah. just a needless extra step that makes it a little bit harder when it's already kind of hard because of the controls. Like if you had the option to buy healing items because there you go. so before you start every level you are in this little ninja shack with mm-hmm. all of the ninja items that you've unlocked thus far yeah and you can select from a dwindling supply of how many you want to take on that mission but should you die on that mission whatever items you're holding are therefore lost forever even if yeah. you used it or not it is gone when you die which is a big point of frustration. Yeah, and I think it, it it leads to two types of play, which is either a really risky type, which is you bring along the items that you think you're going to need and hope you do a really good run, or I think the most likely scenario, which is you hoard shit, and then you don't ever use anything because you're just running through afraid to use anything because if you die, you fucking lost everything you carried. Yeah. And that's it. So... I don't know. It's one of those scenarios where you end up at the final boss with 10 fucking health kits because you never want to use it because the game is so intimidating because of this mechanic. You limp all the way to the last level. True. And you just cannot do it without another healing item, which you are fully out of by this point. And then you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And you're stuck and you have to restart because there's only one save slot. Yep. And this is the, I would say through PlayStation 2 era, this shit was still happening in games where they, they would really make it so if, if you weren't careful, you could potentially ruin all of your progress and not be able to proceed because you desperately need that item. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck that type of gaming. It's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, it's that young early at PlayStation point. hard. That's yeah. like that Nintendo hard that people yeah. always talk about, especially in those NES days. Like, yeah, a lot of this game is just artificial difficulty and fighting these controls, man. Yeah. I will, I will say though, on the Nintendo hard difficulty, I think it's much less of an issue on Nintendo games where like most of those games, like, if you can play it good from start to finish, it's a 40 minute game to maybe an hour and a half. Like, sure. They're short. I think far less forgivable in games like Final Fantasy VIII, where you could potentially get locked off and fuck yourself in a dungeon and spend like 50 hours into a game it or was something. Easier. I fucked myself on Final Fantasy IX. Yeah. I talked about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, several of these games, uh, but this kind of happened up until the PlayStation 2 era. They were still kind of trying to balance out like, oh, we need this game to be a longer experience. We also don't know how to do difficulty quite right to make it like worthwhile time investment. So, Ryan, 
talk to me about the controls and yes you. oh they are they are everything you would imagine from a playstation one action game which is frustrating um they really need precision and demand very precise <laughs> input but it is so unwieldy with the tank controls um that you have to press back to deflect only compounds it because if you accidentally slightly press off then your shift moves and then you can get hit because you've slightly moved your stance by accident because you're trying to press back but you press left and then you get hit because there is no lock on or anything um and you're also doing all of this with d-pad controlled tank controls a la resident evil yes yeah god forbid that you're fighting next to an edge or a hole because if you have to hold back to block you're also walking backwards that's right like a fighting game almost yes so it becomes a really frustrating battle and trying to Mm a end a fight early and not get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. while also somehow managing to continue to hit the enemy without an auto lock on yeah with controls that are like moving a tank with the cockpit full of jello oh yeah and these enemies they have a very very short window like the window for you to get in your attack you have to be very precise in your timing because you take too long they're gonna start swinging again and get you in a loop like well every time you get hit you get knocked back a little bit too anyways even if you're blocking and then when their attack animation is done you have to like gauge like, oh, am I close enough or do I need to try to move forward first? And then if you move forward, uh-huh. had did, did you press on the up button too long because of these weird janky PlayStation controls? Yep. Do you have time to get an attack in or are you going to get hit? Who knows? Yeah. We'll find out. I also think it kind of hangs up in the attack a little bit. And this is why I was having an issue with Ayame's play style is because... She's a very fast tapper. She mm-hmm. moves much quicker than Rikimaru. There you go. Fuck yeah. Um, and if you are pushing up to move forward and you hit square, I don't think it allows for the next combo of that quick square attack. So you really have to let go of that up and then start hitting your square to do any combo. Otherwise, she does one swipe, stops, and then, does and one then swipe. it starts the whole combo yeah. again. And then by that point you're getting fucking hit again by an enemy. Yep. So it, again, very, very, very precise input it wants you to have, but it gives you none of the fucking tools to do that. The controls are not in its benefit for what it is expecting you to do. And maybe, maybe, maybe we were all trained much, much better because every game played like this and we didn't have other games. And so it wasn't as noticeable. But now it's real hard. Now it's a little hard. Yeah. Um. I don't want to get too negative too soon. Let's talk about no. some things that it does positive. Because this game does a lot of things positive. Okay. I feel. We will. We will vary. Sure. In the in the degrees of this, but yes. Give me a positive. Music. Okay, Goddamn sure. the music. The, the music's music. my favorite part. What sucks is that, like, as it's probably because the copy I have, it's not an original. I bought it off <laughs> eBay. It's a little scratched. 
physical media man yeah it so has a time limit <laughs> i think i think it gets a little weird as it goes on because we lose some of the music yeah what we don't lose however is the first level song which is i remembered it immediately and i love that song because i i used to play the first level of this game so much i think uh, it's interesting we'll get into this more each level is balanced very very differently and demands different things of you yeah and i think of all of the levels we played, the first one is the best balanced level. I would only want to play that one, too, because I think that's the most fun level. It's showing off everything that you have to do. It's a lot more mm-hmm. sandboxy. Yes. Uh, yeah. The rest of the levels get very... They're twisty, but they're very narrow and finite on where you can go. Yep. Linear. They yeah. they demand you do it a very specific way, whereas the first one is very open. You kind of have to almost Assassin's Creed, find this guy, stalk him, and then chase him back to his house and like find him again. And you can do that in any way you want. You can go wherever. Whereas like that third level that we just played again, like I fucking forgot all about it from our first playthrough. Oh, the, with all the caves? fucking second level. Yeah. That third level, yeah. We got stuck on that one forever, not because it wasn't even that difficult, like. No, it, it's... It's just confusing because of this map system again. It's the map system yeah. for sure. And then just, like, again, the weird difficulty spike of goo at the end, and, like, all of a sudden there's a bear this time sure. as well, which is I did not fucking, remember a bear the first time. A horrible, horrible surprise for us. <laughs> we Luckily, went through and played it once streaming with one character with uh, Riki Maru. Showed up. There's a boss. Great. Fought him. Played through a second time. Apparently, they didn't load the bear the first time. So this time we had the boss and a bear. Yeah. And the bear is just as strong and powerful as the fucking boss. And runs around. And Yeah. It was... <sighs> what is crazy to me is how similar this game is to a Dark Souls like on very similar yeah on a lot of these levels like yeah it's it's just like uh the crude primitive combat system but this is well this i is mean very similar to Dark if you Souls. end up with even more than one enemy on you like it is gonna be tough to get yes. out of that alive mm-hmm. and that's like dark souls and sekiro bloodborne anytime you have more than one enemy like the yeah. di- even if they're super basic dude you can get overwhelmed and i really yeah. like that uh it just sucks in this game because again the combat you're fighting yeah you're already in a disadvantage at a fight because you're fighting an enemy and the controls so you're already set up two to one and then you just start adding more enemies and it just becomes yep. so hard yeah and you've got sword guys and spear guys and you maybe caught the attention of an archer off screen oh man I'll further add Things on. Things can go like south real quick. The way Dark Souls mitigates this is with an actually pretty decent lock-on system. Yeah. And not having that is real noticeable intention. tell very, very badly how much this game needs a lock-on I system. think I really it do would mitigate- think like the difficulty would, would have yeah. with a lock-on system. Because it's, it's really like... One on one, the boss fights you can get pretty easy. Like there's a flow, there's a rhythm, there's a pattern. Like you can learn it. The blocking is intuitive enough. Like I fucking hate the D pad controls and like accidentally hitting the right or left. But like you can get that down pretty easy. It's everything else. It's when you get those two or three minions that it becomes real frustrating and difficult. 
what's cool, <laughs> again, I'm going to go back to another thing that I really loved about this game, is that it does emphasize stealth to the point that, like... Oh, yeah. You can't... There are, like, unique kills you can get by running up behind people and pressing the attack button. That's yeah. That's a really, really cool concept for, like, a PlayStation-era game. Like, mm -hmm. I don't really remember a lot of games having that before this. I'm not sure, because I don't know when this came out. Why, was Metal Gear out? Metal Gear out Metal by Gear time? was 98 as well. It was around this time, so... Yeah, I mean, this was so, yeah, pretty early stealth. But Metal Gear wasn't a guarantee. You would just grab yeah. them and knock them out. The same thing I mean, every But time, still, yeah, yeah it's, it's similar gameplay style. Um, yeah, but these were some of the first, you're right. I, um... Oh, shit. I had something. And then it... Well, I'm going to give another praise then while you try to remember. Go for uh, it. Another fucking groundbreaking thing in this game was this was a 3D game with, yes, difficulties to control, but this game also was experimenting with things on the fucking Y-axis. or Because you could, every level, like, you can't not take a grappling hook. It is the number one item that you can take no other items. You will always have a grappling hook. And it's very generous with how this grappling hook gets up. Like, anything above... Like your eyesight level, you can mm -hmm. grapple up to pretty much. And then you can run around above these enemies and sneak up behind them and do these yeah. kills. And it just, it's crazy to me that a fucking PlayStation game in 1998 was letting me experiment with going up on top of buildings like that. Yeah. Like wherever I wanted to, like how I needed to and to adjust my gameplay on the fly. And that's why I played this first level so many times just because sure. you love to like, be a ninja and run around on these rooftops and watch and drop behind dudes and cut their heads off and then disappear up onto the rooftops again. Yeah. It, it was so cool to be a ninja back then. And this game really <laughs> did a good job of encapsulating that on some of these earlier levels. Again, it just becomes like a real hack and slash fest towards the later well, parts. I guess that depends on how you play. But like you're talking about all of the items that we weren't using, like think that speaks to your, your experimentation thing. Yeah, they maybe we just I honestly if if you weren't here, like that's all I'd be doing is just fucking running around slashing people. I would not be doing any stealth kills because I'm not good at it. I'm not patient. What I don't like is but that they have those options for people here. Like you can use smoke bombs and like the rice and poison. You can fucking poison people and set landmines and then like tr like pull them I think onto them mechanically like that's kind of as big as like smoking in metal gear and using the smoke for like lasers and shit like they're doing some things in this game that are unique and, and interesting really for like the time pushing really a lot are. of like yeah experimentative ideas that mm -hmm. will become sort of staples at yeah later points i think this this is definitely i mean i have some issues but this is a case of like the the reach exceeding their means like yeah they had like a fucking envision and like they were trying for something here like that demand that that deserves kudos well and it does get better i mentioned tenshu wrath of heaven multiple times to you in the series okay and what i mean that's that's a playstation 2 game so we have the the dual analog sticks by this point so, so it you controls can move the camera and you it can controls a lot things. better yeah. yeah yeah i guess we didn't talk about that but i think that's probably my biggest complaint 
with going back to this or my biggest frustration from a modern viewpoint is the lack of camera control. It's hard to tell like when you're in a good position to attack an enemy because you can only see like maybe the top of their head at the bottom part of the right screen. So yeah. And there's like, there's a small thing too, which is you can kind of, I guess, get around this. If you hit the triangle button, you can go into the view of your grappling hook and then kind of look around to see but I always felt it was like the most unintuitive thing is when you click it, you go straight into a first person view where the the center of your cursor is in the middle of a dead black fucking screen with nothing else because it aims above everything. Yeah, because it automatically and pulls up. So and- if you push up or down on your view, you see no fucking change and then it's inverted too. So yeah. it's it's always like the most disorienting thing trying to start that i don't know why they want to aim like down well, or at something so you could see because generally yourself. like you're going to use it on the ground and so for sure so you're wanting to look up it's ready to like throw and i do appreciate that because i i do remember as a kid especially like it's your quick you, escape yeah you drop <laughs> in and you cut some people up and then like you hit triangle and he's already ready to throw it up there and you're just out of there it, it okay. can be really good Okay. It's, okay. And that's some shit that, like, again, you're doing that now in Sekiro, and you're just moving around all super fast in this current modern game. And like, there's fucking flashes of it back here in 1998 Tenshu. Sure, sure, sure. It's really wild. Um, I do for a game that wants you to be stealthy. The stealth controls are fucking awful in this game. I, yeah, they're so slow. Like you crouch down with circle, but then like you move on your tippy toes. Like the speed of a mouse. And then you can't turn. Exactly. Which is the most frustrating. I don't know why you would implement you can, it that way. If you press left, instead of turning your body, he just slowly shimmies to the left now. Like in a strafe move, which is just, yeah, it's so it's useless. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally useless. And, and then like the UI of the sneaking around, like how it goes from the question mark to the exclamation marks and whatever. Yeah. It's not it's it's so hard to sneak around this game. And like, to know like who's looking Metal at Gear, you where Metal Gear gives the perfected it. Yeah. Like I, I think they they really they kind of knew the limitations of the PlayStation and what they could do at that time and they just fucking perfect give just you a beautiful radar. solution. Like Solodon Radar online. Let's please stop and take a, a momentary dick sucking respect break for metal gear solid because goddamn they perfected stealth shout out to the retro gaming of the month club who's gonna have metal gear solid as the game for next month so excited i bet you are are you gonna go through it again fuck yeah i'm gonna try to do it in one setting and stream it fuck how long do you think that's gonna take you it's uh it's long from what i remember it's eight to eleven hours i probably won't get it in one setting but i am gonna get pretty far i feel it's pretty cool man I remember a lot about that game. I played a shit ton of it. It's it's I don't know. It's I think that's the high bar. And that's where that's where I'm at with Tenchu is I going back to these games. It's really hard to divorce yourself from like what you're playing nowadays and going back. So I have to compare it to what came out. I constantly compare this game to like Metal Gear Solid for stealth. And it just it's subpar in the self comp aspect. I think the action stuff and like the gameplay, I think it works much better, as you said, like a Sekiro or Dark Souls thing. But for stealth, do, I don't think it works. They get a lot better, man. I Does think it? 
I don't even know if we should do they do, do they embrace the stealth more as it goes on or do they embrace more the action? I remember Wrath of Heaven is very heavy on the stealth and it, it makes it a lot easier. I feel like they have a, a lock on too. I almost want to just jump and make us do just Wrath skip of the Heaven other one that goes through. Yeah. I'd be OK with just that. That's going to be your next one. That one's so tight because you can send Ricky Maru to the future. That's kind of really cool. cool. You send him the cool. current year and then you're like infiltrating this mega conglomerate like in a skyscraper it's tight dude i mean that sounds like ninja assassin so i'm down it's pretty good um i don't know do you have anything else to say about tenshu what about these bosses or anything we only saw two really i guess all right so one of the there's four but we fought we we did we did they're kind of your tropey I don't know. I think they're your kind of stereotypical Japanese characters. Yeah, you've got the big fat oaf who's greedy, but is also oh well, yeah. You got the big fat greedy businessman. Sure, that's your first guy, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and then he has the samurai bodyguard. Yeah, who you fight the first time, and then of course the big fat greedy businessman is cheap, and he uses a gun mm-hmm. as his weapon. I think he dies screaming, "My money, my money!" <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) then you fight a big dumb bigger dumb uh uh, idiot guy that is also super strong and has like the spike bat he also has a pet bear for some reason yeah his name's goo yeah his name is goo he talks like a dumb idiot it's pretty much sloth right sloth are like the big gross babies from something's gotta give Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Yeah. Something's got to give is a different movie altogether. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like a rom com. It probably is. I've had a couple beers. Is it? I think it's Diane Keaton. Is that what it is? Oh, where he, she's dating Keanu Reeves. No. Yeah. But and is that also with Amanda Pete and Jack Nicholson? No, that's. I what are you on about i feel like you're you're bringing up something and it's not something it's got to give but it, i feel like i know it now but now i, I don't I, I can't think of it give. i don't know i don't know maybe they're in it i just remember but yes the, the original Reeves. thing i was trying to reference was nothing yes. but trouble thank you nothing but trouble dan Aykroyd. yeah were the, the babies he was the babies too or was maybe that john candy them. i think i don't know I fucking I don't remember much about Nothing But Trouble. I've seen that movie a lot. Mandy loves that movie. One of Bruce Demrest's favorite movies. I believe that. <laughs> fucking weird failure of a movie. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, this is what I'm going to love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've got Ghostbusters and Dragnet and like all these other things. Man. You pick nothing but How fucking that trouble. Dragnet movie, dude? I love Dragnet. I do too. It's so fucking smart. That movie's, it's so good. That movie's good. We're going to do Dragnet at we some are. point. Dragnet is <laughs> This I, is going to be like one of those Oscar episodes where we get in. It's like, yeah, it's a really good movie. I can't. I'm so glad okay. that you liked Oscar, man. Oscar's fucking good. It's still, just still nobody good. has ever talked about Oscar. I'm I don't st- think they will. No, but man. it's so good. It's <laughs> it's just it's one of those perfect gems. It's like a time capsule. Yeah. Ah, I loved I loved Oscar. I'm so glad. That's my favorite. That's probably my favorite Sylvester What's Stallone crazy movie. Is Oscar and what was the, what were we just talking about? What was the other movie? Oh, that we were just referencing. Yeah. There's something similar to Oscar. I fucking forgot. I got on a loop. Yeah, I know. Woo! 
Either way, both those movies I saw for the first time, like staying at my dad's for like visitation weekend. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but no, that wasn't the one because I don't like nothing but trouble. It was the one that you saw that you liked. Yeah, I can't remember either. Dragnet. Dragnet. You did remember? I saw that at my dad's too, and uh, I loved it. It was tight. I mean, because he had like all the movie channels and like just searching through and that was on once. Uh huh. That's what I did. Uh huh. And, uh, but yeah. Uh, back to Tenshu, man. I say we rate this thing. Sure. Out of how many colored lice? Rice. No. God damn it. That was unintentional. I didn't even mean it. Oh, man. I got drunk tongue. (laughs) It was just lazy. You're so racist. (laughs) No. <laughs> Scrape. All right, this whole podcast, we got to nuke it all, kill all 160 episodes. It's done. Bury it. <laughs> Bury it. Ah, uh, out of. I don't God, know. I'm so disappointed with myself. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to try to. Oh, all right. On a scale of one to five, dogs that squeal like monkeys when they <laughs> die, which is the thing that happens in this game. Well, what? And five of those being the best okay what would you give Tenshu? this is where we're going to probably differ a little actually bit. make it out of 10 just out to of make 10. it easier to understand okay um i liked my time with Tenshu, but i think i liked my time with Tenshu because half that time you were playing yeah and i think this is a game that would frustrate me to no end if i was playing by myself we had a good relationship you would fight bosses i would do yeah. the levels because for some reason we couldn't do the others but those parts yeah. clicked with each other yeah. so whatever yeah. i mean i yeah i if this game was nothing but one after one boss fights like I'd fury be so fucking down i could yeah like i could get behind that the the in-between filler and the self stuff really kind of just i i was not good at it never clicked with me it never became intuitive and i know that's because of like the the time between like when this game came out and when i played it so i can't be too harsh on it that said this game is charismatic as hell i love the style of it like even that terrible voice acting like adds a lot of charm to this game does and it's terrible but you know it's 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 weird because I always like look back at this when it was out and I was like, that game does not seem like it has a whole bunch of style. It just looks like the generic ninja game. Like they never really advertise it. And, and you can kind of see it in the art style of the levels, which is like generic Japanese style building after generic style building after generic style. But oh, here's a forest level generic style building. Also super dark because PlayStation has terrible draw distance. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to see it in the screenshots. But I think it comes through in like the menus and in the music and in the voice acting and kind of the writing. Like, I think they were really trying to do a lot here and they just didn't have the technology to realize it. And for that, I got to go at least a little positive and I'm going to say six out of ten. Damn. Okay. Wow, this is wild to me. Because I, like, I want to give this game an 8 out of 10. And I understand for me a lot of that is big nostalgia glasses. Mm -hmm. But I do want to take one off because of these controls. So I'm going to land at like a 7 out of 10. Okay, not too far off. Um, I do think this game does a lot of things fucking great, though. Uh, I 
I don't know if I'll ever beat it again because it is it's hard yeah and it just gets harder like yeah and it really it works against you too with like all those long cutscenes that you can't unskippable pre-boss fight cutscenes man the bane of every gamer's existence Mm -hmm. we can skip the little like description of the level but you can't skip the the narration boss fight Mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, seven, six, pretty good scores. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan, over all of our first month of Mesia? I I mean, I, I think it went pretty well. Um, I don't know how the audience is going to respond, but I feel like we've had really good episodes and have had good discussions, like every single one. Um, I don't know. I, I've not had a single piece of media that I didn't enjoy to some extent. Yeah. So I think that's a win. I like how you and I like Asian media and culture, but we like a lot of different aspects of it. This is true. Yeah, uh, we so do. So it, it does give us a broad... I mean, there's a lot that we like together, too, mm-hmm. which is cool, but it gives us a lot of broad area to discuss. And Yeah. I really like this month. It was a fun one. I'm, I'm glad we got a new theme month. Me too. So I love it. It's I love also it. Got, there's, a, there's a deep well here. And we can go deeper, man. There's some weird super yeah. Japanese games that we could play i think this one has the potential to outlive stoner movie september yeah. well just for, it's got games too surely so. with like the wealth of mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh but i'm glad we're doing this man so anyways good shit man it's, it's been a great s- month yeah. i you you posted it like a fucking champ oh well thanks pal you had some you good too. choices i can't wait to see what your choices are next year and you know what you're thinking the fucking audience. Hey, if you guys have choices, we could fucking maybe open this up like Sonar Movie September-wise. Yeah, get you something know. going here. If, if you have anything you want to see next May, let us know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And we'll check you next time. Later.